Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. This podcast is dedicated to the aspiring writer or artist and will provide inspiration and tips from top professionals in the field, along with past and current winners and a few surprise guests. Today's guest is Writers of the Future winner, Wolf Moon. Welcome, Moon. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure being here. Nice to look out over the city of Los Angeles and Hollywood. Absolutely. It's a nice day, too. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, um, first of all, congratulations on being a winner. And Thank you. Um, just how did you find out about the contest? Uh, well, it was back around uh, 1994, and the, um, the Nebula Awards came to Eugene, Oregon, and I went to them because it was in town. And I met uh, Dean Wesley Smith there. He saw I was from Eugene, and he said, wow. He said, you're local. He said, have you published anything professionally? And I said, well, yeah, when I was 15. And he said, you're a published writer. And he took me around everywhere, introducing me to every one of the professionals there. Have you met Moon? He's a published writer. He's a published writer. And totally embarrassed me. But uh, by the end of that conference, I realized having a professional sale is a really big deal. And then he told me there's a Eugene professional writers workshop known as Wordos. And the Wordos had many different members that had won writers of the future. Mm -hmm. And so that really set me on the path in 1994 as I started entering writers of the future. And how many times have you entered it? Oh, it's countless. Uh, 25 <laughs> years of entering and some years, some years, uh, not as many times in a year, but about four years ago, I decided, and this was after we had lost with the recession, our business, our home, my wife's health. Um, I just said, you know, it's not going to get any, it can't get any worse and why don't I make it better? And so what I did is I said, I'm going to enter Writers of the Future every single quarter until I win. And so that's what I did out of the 15 times I entered, I got 14 awards, uh, award certificates, I mm -hmm. should say. And the 14th, the last time was my winner. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, me too. It's, <laughs> it's a, um, it's a great story. So tell me about your story. Um, so super duper moon girl and the amazing moon dawdler is the title. Actually, when I was a kid, my grandma made me a moon dawdler and it was a little, uh, toy, totally handmade by her on wheels with a little chain and it had these giant springs with eyes on it that would flop around and, and uh, it made this little er, 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 sound when I wheeled it behind me. And so Moon Dollar is from that. She right. actually named it that and gave that to me. But I was on my last quarter of the last year here and I had written this one page thing with that title and uh, I had a day and a half to do a story. My wife had had a bad quarter with her health. And so I said, well, what should I write? And she said, well, you wrote that little one page thing. I've always wondered what's going to happen to that girl. I said, okay, I'll tell you. And so I sat down and I had, did a thousand words that afternoon. And then the next day I wrote all day till 1115. I did 5,000 words on the story and uh, I handed it to my wife, Jules. And I said, see if I made any errors, I'm going to get something to eat. And I ran off. I came in at 1145 and she was bawling. And uh, I started laughing hysterically. I was just like, ha, 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 ha. And she goes, why are you laughing? I'm crying. And I said, because it worked. And I grabbed it from her hands. I quick made the typo corrections, hit submit. And it was 1156 on the portal that my story went in. And that was my winner. So if I can say to anybody. That was the last day of the 
Last quarters. day of the quarter, last day of the contest uh, year. year. It's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> so, uh, because of that story. So, it's a great story, and it's what's good about it too is that you you explored with a very nice science fiction theme the whole um, a topic that's sometimes hard to really be able to effectively address. You can talk about that. Yeah, um, and and that was the subliminal thing going on was that. Uh, the story is about a disabled girl on the moon with a wonderful um, life support system uh, that's actually sentient. So, uh, but where that came from is I had seen on my Facebook feed a little video about a guy who was photographing these disabled children and he would put them in capes, make them look like superheroes, and then he would do this reveal in their living rooms with a, with a big poster of them, and the mom would be there, and they would point to it, and they'd say, the mom would say, see, that's you. And the little kids, I just watched their faces light up and glow as they saw themselves like that. I thought, that would totally change a child's life that has a disability like that. It could be the total turning point for them to actually be able to see something like that and re-envision who they are and that their disability doesn't have to hinder them in life. So uh, that's, that was the basis behind this story. That's why my uh, Dixie wears a cape, by the way. Wow, that's a great story. Thanks. So, um, well, let's, have you always wanted to be a writer? Yeah, I was I was writing poetry. I I I was reading and writing before kindergarten. Seriously, um, I just just took to it. And then when I was fifteen, I entered the Scholastic Writing uh, and Art Awards, and I was a winner in that. And and then because of, it's it's a big contest, people yeah. don't know it, but Stephen King was discovered in it. Peter S. Beagle, Joyce Carol Oates, John Updike, uh, all of these great names that are iconic today, well, they all got their start from figuring out that they could write and win. And, and a lot of people think that that, for some of these, these famous iconic artists, because they won a contest like that at an early age, it made them believe that they could do it. And that's why they had careers. So um, for me, I had a few upsets along the way, but I sold my story that I, that I won with to Science World. And that was my first professional sale, The Last Ray of Light. And it was a hard science fiction story about, back in 1978, it was about a Hyperloop back train. Only they, Elon Musk hadn't started even working on such a concept then, but that's what I came up with because we were in an energy crisis. Right. And I wanted to figure out how could you deal with that? And I put a character into that setting and said, what would it cost him if he tried to save somebody and burn up their energy to do so? And so that story was my first professional sale. That's great. So um, a lot of people are aspiring writers, but very few actually make it through to the other end to become a published writer. Right. So what advice or what can you, based on your own experience, your own life journey, you know, what, could, what type of advice or tips would you have for somebody? Uh, win this contest. So now that's harder said than done. As you know, I've tried for a long time. But really, there are other con I've won other contests too. There, there are writing contests out there that don't charge you money, that really are there to help you succeed. And winning them can often get you your first professional sale. And credits really do help. People start noticing when you have credits as you send your stories out. So number one thing, write. 
Yeah, that's the hardest thing to do. It's the simplest secret, and it's the hardest thing to do. Write. You have to write. You can't be talking about writing. You can't say, one day I'm going to be a writer, or I have all these great ideas, and would you write it for me? You have to sit down and write. That's the only way you become a writer. And uh, then the next thing you have to do is write well, so it'll sell. So it can't be just your read by your mom and brother and sister you want the public to read this right well that's that's a whole different ballywick and you have to be at a certain standard for you to perform at carnegie hall you have to actually be good so that means lots of writing and lots of study and so uh, and then sending it out don't be afraid but just send it out and try not to take the rejections personally because you're going to get a lot of them in the beginning but everybody this is what i always told myself everybody that's famous as a writer, a best-selling author had to go through this. They may not be honest about it or tell you, but they began that way, sending stuff out and getting lots of rejections, including my very ultimate favorite, Frank Herbert, who wrote Dune. And here was the most um, amazing science fiction novel of all time and all the rejections that he faced before, before he finally sold that novel. So know that, recognize that's part of the journey you'll have to take and... Uh, just go for it. Just just accept it and say, this is, this is uh, what I'm going to bear to get there. Good, good. Now, you've been reading Rise of the Future for a while. A long time. So um, other than good stories, is there anything else that you've gotten out of reading these books? Uh, the articles by the various uh, professionals, the judges that you have in there are absolutely excellent. Um, of course, uh, L. Ron Hubbard has his articles that he has in there. So they're very informative. He's a very good writer, by the way. Um, and then you have articles. There was a great one just in the last volume by Orson Scott Card. And uh, that one was on that you don't really have to have a theme. Some, some people say you have to have a theme when you go write your story. And his was like, well, it just kind of comes out as you write it. And you don't have to have to be pushing it to have that happen. I thought that was one of the more excellent ones that I've read. Um, but yeah, they're excellent in each issue. There are many articles by professional, some of the best-selling authors out there telling you, here's how you can write to sell and win. So um, so that's, that's uh, it's a great resource for that, aside from the stories, which you can study and figure out how to write a professional story from them. Yeah, that's one thing that the judges say is, is read the books, not just for good read, but also how do they do the different things? How do you accomplish the different introducing a character, starting a story? How do you get the action going within the first couple paragraphs? Because short fiction is different than novels. Yes. And the secrets are all there. These guys do it. So anytime you can spend time with an expert, whether it's personally, which is hard to do, hard to accomplish, we're going to get to do it here at Writers of the Future. That's a blessing of this contest. But uh, otherwise... You get their work, you get what they write about writing, and you study it. And that's how you learn. So, And so the more you do that, the more as you're writing, because you have to write, right. as you're writing, you start figuring out, oh, and you have to get to that point, oh, that's what he meant. I remember reading that. So it's, it's the application of knowledge, but you have to stock up that knowledge in order to have the wisdom to be able to write well. Absolutely. So um, any particular major influences in your life? Uh, standard ones, they're, uh, Tolkien, of course, uh, I, I still remember when I read about the ring race and, and they were hiding down and, and, the, uh, everything that happened there, I, I, those visions are so, so awesome. Uh, 
I already mentioned Dune. I, that novel, uh, there is nothing better. So, I, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. But there's one that people might miss, Tim Powers. I mean, I, I love Tim Powers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anubis Gates and On Stranger Tides, uh, Last Call. Uh, he's, he's writing just superlative fiction and literary fiction. And, uh, and to find that in the fantasy genre is just really exciting for me because it's almost like a romantic style of writing in fantasy and, and the things he puts together, you know, it's just so mm -hmm. fun. It's just, yeah. it's like building, a, building a bridge of cards and he keeps taking further. And just when you think it's going to fall through, he takes you out even further. So I, I, I love Tim Powers work I, and he's probably one of the he needs to be more recognized by the world and and uh i can't say enough about his work that's great so what are you most looking forward to uh this coming week this coming week uh, learning from the best-selling authors that are going to be teaching us that i i can't believe we're going to sit with orson scott card tim powers my hero and of course david varland who wrote rune lords love it um Again, these, these are great world builders, and to sit and listen to them tell you how they did it, it can only help you excel even further. Good. So now, Rise of the Future is about providing that inspiration and that vote of confidence. So what would you have to say to other aspiring writers? Join the forum. There's a Writers of Future forum. I tell everybody to join it. Um, maybe only a handful will finally show up there and go, Hey moon. Yeah, we, we found it, you know, and it, it's, it, to me, it's ridiculous. You're trying to win this contest. You say, I want to, cause winning this contest launches careers. Many, many careers have been launched by this. And, uh, I can't Here here are people trying to help you win it. And they're sharing all their secrets and, and former winners come in and tell you how to win and how to write and how to, you know, even if you only use it to learn how to write a professional story, that's what you have to do to win, win the contest too. It's another professional sale. It's a huge professional right. sale. But uh, by going to the forum, that's a great way that you can, you can work with people who are also trying to win, trying to figure out what the judges are looking for. And by doing that, you actually become a better writer. That's awesome advice. So what can we look forward to seeing from you next? Next, um, well, I won the Superstar Scholarship, and uh, that's the Superstars Writing Seminar, and that was in February. Mm -hmm. And I specifically tried to win that for a reason. Don Moss of the Don Moss Literary Agency, he'd represented me on a Star Trek novel when I won the Strange New Worlds contest years ago. And we didn't sell it to Pocket Books, alas, and there's only one place you could sell it. But Don and I became friends. And unfortunately, a lot of things happened in my life where I couldn't continue writing for a while. And uh, now that I was writing again, it's like, I need to see Don, and he was there. So I met with Don. I told, he asked what I'm writing currently. I told him about my novel idea and he looked at me, he said, Moon, I have never heard of anything like this. He said, send this to me, send me anything you are working on in any stage of development. And I was like, yes, that was, we had, had lunch together. And then I, so I thanked him and I went from there to, I had a, uh, an interview with the vice president of Audible, Steve is his name, and I sat down. He said, well, what are you working on? I said, well, I'm working on this. And he, all of a sudden, he just sat back, and he looks at me, and he goes, I would like to think I have read a lot of novels in my career. He said, I have never 
heard of anything like this. And then he said it all over again. He said, I want this. He said, I'm going to talk to Don since you're working with him. And he said, uh, I, w I would like to produce this. So, so there are novels in my future. That's where I've always wanted to be. But I always wanted to win Writers of the Future first before I went there. Many of my friends got their start by winning Writers of the Future, and that launched their novel careers. And that's how I wanted to do this. So it took me a while, but I felt I always felt when I hit this marker that I'm ready for the next stage. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm so pleased I won, because that's what I always have wanted to do. And I have people waiting for my novel, so I'm happy. That's awesome. So very nice to meet you in person, Moon, and I wish you all the best. I very much look forward to reading that first novel when it comes out. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next installment of the Writers of the Future podcast. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Writers and Illustrators of the Future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to new and amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy.